Calling all overwhelmed coaching and service-based entrepreneurs. Are you struggling with working in and on all the things when it comes to your business? Delegating projects to your team, struggling with apps, tools, and programs that are supposed to make you feel more productive? You are not alone. We have created this podcast for you. Tune in each week to hear how you can create structure within your business, learn when it's time to hire a team, and be the fly on the wall for the episodes when we talk with other entrepreneurs who were in this same situation, but worked through it with the help of a team. Welcome to the Business Managers Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our show today. We have an amazing guest for you. We have Leslie Ingves. Leslie, welcome. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. We're welcome. We're happy to have you back. So as you may remember, Leslie Ingves helps entrepreneurs organize and streamline their business so that they can scale, grow, and still have life outside their screen. To do this, they need to be able to spend less time putting out the fires and more time in their zone of genius, growing their business and building the lifestyle they want. Together, Leslie and her clients create and establish customized solutions to manage projects, teams, and operations. There is no one-size-fits-all systems when it comes to running a successful business. Leslie has spent 25-plus years managing construction development offices. She was involved in constructing large projects with budgets from $300 million to over $1 billion. She's built skyscrapers and city blocks. Imagine. She is committed to aligning your work with your natural way of functioning. She provides straight talk tempered with understanding and fun. That's awesome. Hey. I, I, I mean, could just see seriously. you in a in a hard hat building a city block. I know I that's my not hard exactly. hats. I have a purple one and I have a white one. No, oh, I love it. <laughs> I totally can imagine you like commanding the whole entire block. The whole city block. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Don't be fooled by the rocks that you got. The blocks that you got. So what is the story of how you got to be where you are today? The long story. Yes. Well, it was a rainy night. <laughs> it, was a, it was a dark and rainy night. Yes. <laughs> when I was coming uh, out of high school, I really wanted to go into college and study fine arts. And back then, my parents were concerned with the starving artist mm-hmm. and dissuaded me from doing so. So I did what any good, compliant young lady would do. And I went into construction. That sounds about right. But it makes sense. I mean, construction is very creative and expressive. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's especially expressive when things are going wrong on the job site, but that's for an, another <laughs> podcast entirely. <laughs> but I discovered that I could really use my best innate skills. I'm very organized. I like to organize things. I look at everything and look at the steps that it takes to make it happen. And the first time that I saw the full set of blueprints and on the outside, the first page is the completed beautiful building. And then all the pages underneath have all the specific details for every trade to create that final building. And it was just perfect for me because I could keep in mind the big end product, that final building, but then I could look at all the specific details and see how they fit into creating it. And like I said, that just clicked. 
And so I, I do that. And that's how I approach working with all my clients now. I look at their big picture and what are all the details that need to happen in order to get there and do that. So that's I, the long story of how I, well, that's the short story of how I got <laughs> here. <laughs> I truly admire that kind of mindset. I d that's not the, how I, my mind works, but I love that that's how your mind works. Well, everybody thinks a little differently. Mm -hmm. And that's why I developed the functionality assessment, because uh, through my research and studies, I've determined that we have five different basic ways of functioning in business. And that's what I call a functionality. I have an assessment for that. Briefly, to go through the five types, there's the pragmatic person, who's a very detailed person, the planner organizer, that's like me, I look at the, I like a plan for everything and look at the steps to build it. There are big picture visionary people. They're the ones who come up with the great ideas and huge goals, but they have a lot of trouble getting into the details of things. There are people I call socialites. They work best in teams with a synergy of other people around them. And then there are creatives and they are the innovators, they like to have a variety of things to work on. So each of these types of basic functionalities, and of course, like anything, we're a mix of all of them, but uh, typically one or two stand out as being the strong points. And once I've assessed my client on which are their primary functionalities, then we can decide, do they need to build team that will partner with them? to keep things running smoothly? Or do they need to a supportive team that will offset the opposite, kind of the opposite of what their functionality is so that everybody can be staying in their lane and doing what works best for them. It makes for a very happy crowd and it really can uh, make productivity skyrocket. We like to talk about, and maybe you agree or maybe you don't, you probably see this more though, is that people really are good at about 3% of the things they try to do. And it's like stay, like stay focused in your zone of genius and build a good team around you to sort of offset, like you said, what, what's in your way of, of completing the, the project. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I know when I first started out and as with nearly every entrepreneur, the solopreneurs are doing everything themselves. And I remember one day I was getting ready to send out my newsletter and I wrote the newsletter. And then I spent, uh, God, probably an hour or two trying to find the right photo and <laughs> determine, is it, you know, can I use it or does it have a copyright and royalty? Am I getting into the royalty issues? Then I started to put it into my list server and get it laid out right, and something wouldn't align, and it took me forever. So somebody said to me, why don't you just write the copy, give a description of what type of photo you want. I will take care of getting it all in there, formatted and set to go. You get final approval and uh, do that. And I said, well, okay. And I'm thinking, this could be expensive if I'm paying somebody three, four hours to do all this work that I've been doing. I sent the copy over to her and then about 20 minutes later, she sends it back and says, does this photo work? My jaw dropped. <laughs> right. I had been spending all of those hours, all of that time 
week after week because I was totally out of my zone. That is not the area I should have been in or doing that work. She does it quickly and easily. And, you know, <laughs> I, was, I was just so shocked. So that was actually saving me a lot of time by paying somebody to do work right. that's out of my zone of genius. And then I can now spend the time. I actually eating bonbons. Eating bonbons. Yes. <laughs> eating bonbons <laughs> you while, I serve, while I serve a client. That's and awesome. So it more than covers the cost that I'm paying somebody. Right. So, well, yeah. and you that, think it's going to take three to four hours. You're thinking it, the worst, but then it turns out and it takes maybe an hour at the most exactly. for that person to do it. Exactly. But what else is that cliche? Time is money. So you're spending three or four hours, like your Struggling. time is valuable. Mm-hmm. Your yes, time, it is. You're, you're spent, you charge your clients a certain amount of dollars for your hourly rate. So but even if you didn't, time is valuable. You can't get that back, that all that time you spent trying to find a, an image that was perfect for your blog post. And, and let's valuable. also talk about the frustration because yeah. I was really stressed out and frustrated. I got to the point where I hated sending out my newsletter because right. I knew how much work and stress was going to go into getting this one piece of information set to go out. Mm-hmm. It, and that just sets the tone for the rest of the week, really. Yeah, it does. It truly So by does. releasing it and saying, yay, I don't have to do this. Mm-hmm. I just have to come up with the, the content of it and an idea. And miraculously, it happens. Off it goes. <laughs> yeah. Productivity That's, at its best. Productivity at its best. Absolutely. And stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I think that that comes up a lot for us, you know, with talking to our clients, like we help them stay in their lane. Mm-hmm. You know? So how do you help, you know, like who would, what, who's your ideal client and how would you help them stay in their lane? Well, typically I work with service-based entrepreneurs who are pushing or into the six figure size of business. Um, they have worked to get the clients, get the money rolling get things built up to that point, And suddenly they realize they have a whole new beast on their hands. And what got you here is not going to get you any further, won't get you there, so to speak. So what I do is we take the time to look at what their systems are in place, how they're operating their business, find the gaps, create some workflows so that things can flow more smoothly, and then determine who they need to hire or perhaps what they need to let go of and delegate. Because usually these are people who have some team members in place, but they're typically not utilizing them to their full advantage. So it's, it's a learning process for everyone because these are entrepreneurs who typically have not been in this position where they have a business entity that needs to be run. Mm. So it's a learning process for them, too. And I help by guiding them to to get this into place, get these systems aligned and set up, get checklists made so they can confirm uh, and oversee the quality of the work that's being done. And then they can confidently turn the work over to their VAs. That's awesome. Because don't you find that there's a lot of trust? Like people are so it's their baby. They don't really feel like. Mm-hmm. willing and or able to turn it over because it's that's their life's work yes absolutely that's but just like when you have a baby 
as that baby grows up to be a toddler and a young child, you have to let them go so that they can grow and develop. You know, we're not talking a business in the infancy stage where they are mm -hmm. still holding on to everything. We're talking a business that's growing and heading towards being a teen and in order for it to develop and grow and really continue to serve their clients properly, they need to let go of some of the, that child care, so to speak, right. of the business. So do you find that when people come to you that they have, they're using tons of tools and apps and programs and they're just sort of all over the place? How do you sort of wrangle them into being Stream. more streamlined? Yeah. That is what, like I said, one of the first functions is doing this business systems assessment. And yes, absolutely. People will have all different programs and apps and very few are being utilized well or to their full potential. So in creating the workflow, we see where these are disjointed pieces and trying to bring them to guide them to bring it all together. And when a lot of times people will purchase or make use of a different, of a program of some sort that they're not, they don't know how to use most of it. So they're trying to learn. And then the frustration is there because I, I'm using this, let's just say a CRM, a, a customer relation management program. And they're trying to use it, but they don't use it well. So they stop using it. And then they say, that one doesn't work. <laughs> and it's not that that system, that program doesn't work. It's just that you have not taken the time to commit to using that specific one, or you just don't know how to use it well. Mm -hmm. So they jump systems, they jump programs. So they may be using one CRM and they say, oh, that one didn't work for me. So I'm going to use this one now because it works really well for my colleague. She told me it works great. So I'm going to use it. And then after a while, they say, ah, that one didn't really work. So now I'm using this other one. Select one and work it to the point where you find out that maybe there's something in there that really, truly does not work for you. But once you've worked it and know how to use it very well, then when you switch to another one, because it's appropriate to switch to another one, you will already have a big basis in how to use it because they all essentially work the same. There are certainly different little innuendos and changes and all, but essentially they all work the same. And when you've learned to use it and made it part of your habits of running your business, then, then it, you will find that, yes, it really is helping you. Not to mention the fact when you're bouncing from system to system, now you're putting in extra hours to move mm -hmm. all that stuff and set it up because that it takes a while. Like these systems is they're so big that it's you need to spend time to get everything mm -hmm. set up properly. And yeah, but it's also important to look at where you are in business yeah. before you invest in in the system. Because if somebody is starting out and they're still in the building stage and try, still trying to get the money flowing enough to really support the business and themselves, and their expenses are onto some of these really huge, you know, like, in, I'll, I'll name a few, Infusionsoft or Entreport or something, and they're investing a great deal of money into those, but 
they don't have no need for many of the bells and whistles that are available there. They may find that using a simple spreadsheet and mm -hmm. a couple of other quick apps will work just as well for them. Then as they grow into kind of the middle stage, the emerging stage where I work with most of my clients, yes, they may need to upgrade at that point in time. They may still not be in need of one of these huge programs. That may not come until they're even larger. So there will be shifting and switching of programs as you grow, but make sure you have the right one for where you stand at the, at the moment. Yeah, that's good advice. It's really good advice because I think people jump in and think that they automatically need to go to that top tier CRM. And, you know, those top tier CRMs, they're not easy to maneuver like an Entreport or an Infusionsoft. Those need like seriously high levels of training to use. That's mm -hmm. why they're certified Entreport specialists, right? Exactly. Right. That's why there are certified people to run it because it's designed to work for a business who the business owner is not managing it. They right, have right. hired the right people to do it. That means that that business has to have a certain revenue value coming in in order to support the, not only the fees for the system, but also the fees for that highly qualified person to run it and manage it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So do you have any tips for our listeners on managing their time, especially in the business space? I am a firm believer in planning and at least blocking out time in your calendar each week for the specific tasks that need to be completed. I think my, my best time tip that I mention frequently and with all my groups and everyone I'm saying, pick three things for the week that must be accomplished. Those three things Give them the, the commitment and honor them to get them completed. No matter how hard you might have to work some weeks to get it done, do so. At the end of the week, you can look back and confidently say, I was productive. Mm -hmm. Even though it went crazy, I was productive that week. I know you mentioned in our launch week podcast that those aren't necessarily projects. It's just like a single task. Mm -hmm. It's a single task. I mean, it may be like I commit that I will get my newsletter out each week. And I commit that on Tuesday mornings, I will have that written and sent over to my assistant so that it can be published. That's something that when you say that to yourself and you commit that to yourself, if you don't do it on, by Friday, you're going to be like, oh man, I really meant to do that. And I now I'm going to beat myself up. I feel right. bad, you know, whereas I committed and okay, it took me a big struggle. I didn't get it till Tuesday afternoon because I had a lot of other things happen that were unexpected, but I got it done. And at the end, then on Friday, you can say, it was a struggle. I worked hard, but I came through and I got that done. That's a huge confidence boost. Mm -hmm. And then you can get a hot fudge sundae delivered to your house to celebrate. You know, as soon as somebody comes up with a good business plan to do so, I'm all in. We're working on it. But yeah. you always say, too, like, celebrate, like, celebrate those those wins, you know, and because then you it's just going to in turn make the next week even better because, you know, that there's a glass of wine coming at the end of the week or a hot fudge sundae being delivered to your front door. <laughs> or yeah, are you going like, to buy that new book or something? Right. Because yes. let's face it, 
entrepreneurship is a journey. It's always a journey. Whether you hit your goals or not, you're still on the journey. So you have to celebrate every step along the way and find a way that works for you to celebrate it. Mm-hmm. Even Call your best friend and high five each other over the phone, whatever is necessary. Yes. I mean, there's a lot to say for that. Kelly and I high five each other a lot. Six feet you know? apart. Six feet apart. Yeah. Socially mm-hmm. distance high fiving. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you mentioned one of my favorite activities, reading books. Do you have a favorite book that you would recommend to our I audience? have lots of favorites, but... You know, one that I go back to frequently is uh, Success Principles by Jack Canfield. Mm-hmm. It's it's a, a nice book that you can pull out bite size. That you know each each piece. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you know just Melissa a busts it out. <laughs> Yay, Melissa! <laughs> you know, each point is just you know a couple page reading, so it, it's good to to build and and rebuild. Um, you know, there's a lot of times we have to kind of kick back, step back, and go back to basics. Yeah. And, and I he, think that that's one of the best ones. Yeah. He updates that a lot. Like, what's that version you have, Melissa? That's like the 25th or something? Or am I making that up? You are making that up. It is the 10th anniversary. Close. <laughs> um, but we met him when he Ooh. when we bought this one. Nice. Yeah. That's true. When he we was bought very the nice. updated one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it is. I mean, obviously things change if you pull out yes. the version that was that was printed in 1980. Um. I, think I, have, I think I have that one too, though. Before we, were all, before we were born, right? Yes. Yeah, I have. I I love his books. His books yeah, are great. They're they're, they're yeah. basic, honest, straightforward, and they're they're doable. I mean, the, the yeah. tips he gives are doable. Mm-hmm. I don't it's an easy it's read. Huge you know, about face changes in business, because that's very disruptive and can be detrimental to the business. So making incremental changes, and most of productivity is purely habits, building good habits. Mm-hmm. And we all know how hard it is to do, and we typically don't do them in huge about face changes. It's incremental moves. Yeah, absolutely. Smart. Um, one thing I will say is that um, I have the CDs, mm-hmm. which are no longer any good to me. I'll have to figure <laughs> out how to, you know. CDs. Uh, <laughs> What's that? I remember something about those. Back in my day. <laughs> CDs. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Melissa just snorted. Oops. <laughs> yeah. So um, um, what, anyhow, what do you feel is, what are you most proud of when it comes to your journey the whole like are you just proud that you're just still chugging along on your feet with the business are you like proud of your growth like what or is it your clients that you're proud of well i i'm really proud of my clients of course um as far as personal i I guess i mean i've gone from working full-time and running this business as a part-time um side gig to flip-flopping that so that now I am <laughs> running this business full-time and it didn't happen as quickly as I had hoped for, but I'm still here and I'm still doing it and enjoying it more and more. Um, and, and 
I have to say that the happiest things about my business are the people that I meet and have become intertwined with and connected to um, in all kinds of different various ways. But that has been the most enriching part of, of owning my own business. I would have to agree. The people that we have met along the way are like some of the sweetest parts of our journey. It's true. Oh, even I if you were don't, thinking of me. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> even if you don't end up working with them, you know what I mean? It's like you still mm-hmm. make that connection and maybe they come back to you or maybe they refer you. You know what I mean? So it always it's just great to make those okay. connections. Or maybe sometimes they just become one of your best friends. It's true. Uh, that so that true. did happen to me with one person that uh, hired me a number of years ago. Taralyn. I was going to say, I know it's Taralyn. I know. She hired me. And then at some point we realized we both said, we can't continue this in a professional uh, setting anymore because we're just friends now. And so we had to end the the professional relationship, but uh, you know, we're best friends ever since. So yeah, that's awesome. That was an even better, an even better payday than having a check each. Lifelong, yeah, lifelong friends. And, you know, she's, those people will be your biggest supporters and your biggest cheerleaders. So it's absolutely, it's yeah. 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 Well, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I love being in business with my best friend. It's true. That was besties. That was biz besties. That wasn't originally in the plan. Right. It happens. It happens. The, the, happens. the planets align, things happen, you know. And um, Mercury went direct and here we are. Right. Here we are. (laughs) So where can people find you online and get in touch with you and take that assessment? Because that's super important. If you would like to take the assessment for yourself and or perhaps your team members, then start by contacting me at talk with Leslie. It's L-E-S-L-E-Y dot com. And there you can schedule a 30 minute call where we'll meet and greet, get to know one another and see if this is really something that uh, would be fitting for your uh, company and we can take it from there. And of course, I'd love to connect with people on Facebook. Company page is Clear Pathway. And my personal, if you would like to friend me and get to know us, get to know me there so we can get to know one another, is uh, Leslie Ingves. And it's I-N-G-V-E-S. And we will put all of that in the show notes. So it'll be easy to find Leslie. And just um, click and, and click and click. <laughs> click and click. Click, click and click. <laughs> well, we appreciate that you came on this full size episode that we're calling it, right? We're calling them full size episodes today. It was great to have you back. And um, hopefully we'll we'll have you back on again because this is too much fun. Sounds so great. Much fun. Thank you. All right. Well, you have a great day and thank you everyone for tuning in and we will see you next week for another full size episode. (laughs) Melissa just dropped the mic. (laughs) I did. I did drop the mic. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. Did you enjoy today's episode? If you did help us grow with a follow rate and review, check us out online at mergioenterprises.com and on Facebook and Instagram at mergioenterprises. See you next week and tell your friends.